The first thing is, again, we spoke about the first rule of Ha'etz, what's called the tree. We said a tree has two factors. The first is that it, has a, it comes from the trunk, which is like wooden, and it's there. the tree grows from that. And the other thing we learned is that it has to be something which is, the tree stays alive, it doesn't regrow every year. And therefore, when we don't have these two factors, then we have a dump. So, for example, all the vegetables, which that itself is the plant, potatoes or carrots or whatever it is, that itself is the plant, there's no, nothing besides that, that's possible, it's a dump. Even things which grow on a, on a base of a plant which has roots and it has shoots and it like has a, a certain, uh, look, looks like a little bush, whatever it is, and it's not called a tree. In other words, the gather is that it's just like kind of a shoot coming from the ground, that's also a dharma. And as we spoke about tomatoes, and we spoke about things like that, which, or strawberries, which grow from shoots and have leaves and roots and everything else, but it's not a tree. It's interesting that. The Mishnah is the second gadget here also. He's talking about when he calls me this year, Godless, which is some kind of berry. And these things, he says, grew on little bushes which were less than three from above the ground. Another was a very small bush. And he held, because of that, it's Adama. And as you have another fact in Adama also, there's something which is too small. Something which is too small is like a plant rather than a tree. And therefore, even if this thing would stay, it's not that died every year, but it's something that small is considered more of some kind of shrubbery than a tree. And therefore, held with the Dhamma. So there are these berries, I don't know exactly what they are. We talk about these red berries which grew on these little shrubs, these little bushes, which never grew very high, and he held those were also Radhamma. Right. You must find students, obviously, and berries that grow on bigger trees than that. America, raspberries or blackberries, whatever it is. Things like that are considered right. Because that's, that's considered like a tree. Right. We spoke about the bananas, or the, even the bananas grows in something which looks like a huge tree. The mice, it's not, if you feel the trunk, it's not wood. It's like a kind of a, sh- like a thick shoot, so to speak, which grows from its base. And then it supports the big uh, bushel of bananas and it dies and it has to be planted. Quite a rough. So that's just a very big plant. It's not yet considered a tree, and therefore, halafa is that it's a dhamma. You know that a banana a dhamma is really actually brought in the Shulchanarach. Um, in his, I don't know which language he's quoting the Shulchanarach, he calls them muzash, which are bananas, and then he says they're a dhamma. Right. Like we spoke about, there are things which are slakers. Um, a famous example of that is what I have in Hebrew. It is what they call a hatil, which is uh, variously translated as a fringe or an eggplant, whatever you can call it in different. Uh, it's the same idea. It's like a big black vegetable. The atom grows on it, also it looks a little bit like a tree. And the chedesh here is that this, this plant, whatever you want to call it, it grows on, lasts for two or three years. And uh, it can produce fruit, or it can produce these chatzilim for two or three years. And the reason why, it was a big topic in the post at the time, what bracha it is, but the reason why the sense of the post was that the halacha is that it's um, adama, is because it deteriorates. Which means uh, it's true that the first year, the second year, will be a next second fruit, but the first is good, the second is less good, and therefore I'm going to start producing. So we see it's, it's, it's maybe it doesn't die after one year, but the fact that it deteriorates from year to year means that it's not a... How long does it have to last? More than three years, so it's a bit of owner. As you said last time, there's another factor between trees and vegetables. Uh, for vegetables, the trees have an owner. So it has to last at least three years to have an owner to be a tree. Right. 
is the same thing as in a papaya, and a similar topic, because also is something which is quite big. And then also the side would be, is it something, is, does it, the plant look like wood, or is it something hollow, like a reed, like a, a big plant? And there would be that topic. The main thing is the miracle item is to make a dhamma um, from the papaya. Raspberry is definitely the book. Right, okay. What's interesting is when they created a cross, uh, some kind of a kilang, some kind of a mixture between an apple and a tomato, right, which they, they call them Chinese apples in this country, or it's like a, it's an interesting fruit. It's, it's uh, apple and tomatoes actually aren't that different genetically. So they have these things that uh, are something between them, but they grow on the trees. It's basically genetically putting tomatoes on, to grow on a tree. So that luck is the height, because now whatever this fruit started off with, we don't really care. Right now it's growing on the tree, so right now it gets the number eight. Okay, that's the first thing. The second thing, when this is very negative, that's why Dhamma, is things which grow white. We call it an S-rock. Things which grow which, so, normally the, the brach of eight is on things which are cultivated for their fruit. Masha'en came something which grows wild, so to speak, things like that. So the luck is going to be Dhamma. Right. Why? And the reason is for this, we're going to see because that's the same chashivas. And since that's the chashivas, we're not giving the bracha of eight. Right. If it's something which is not meant to be eaten bichlal, right. In other words, people don't necessarily want this fruit, then it's bichlal, bishakol, because something which is lost its chashivas altogether is, is like the regular uh, default bracha. We always say bishakol. I'm going to get here too as well. Right. Um, okay, so that, that's the, so again, something which people, in other words, something which is kept for its fruit, then it's really good. Sure. Something which is just grows wild, people pick it because it's wild, so then it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not and therefore it doesn't, it doesn't have a special brach with such a The question of this would be the brach on what they call in this country cybers, or uh, basically it's a cactus fruit. Right, you have a, some kind of a cactus which has a fruit which grows in it. The fruit themselves are full of thorns. There is a fruit which grows there. And there's a big focus between the first and what's the broth on it. Um, there were those who said that the dinner is Adama because it wasn't grown for its fruit. The cactus was more like meant to be, uh, actually what they used it for was actually to be like a fence because something was full of thorns that was like wild life. Right, and therefore, punk, the thing wasn't good fruit. It wasn't good for fruit, so it'd be a dhamma. But a lot of the poison held that they did use it for fruit, going back to the time of the Chida. And therefore, they held that uh, a lot of meant to be eight. And that's also what uh, the Baradiskin held. And it's a fruit, if you use it for the fruit, and then it has a chashiv, so therefore it's going to be eight. Fine. So that's the next thing. The next thing, the third thing we're going to talk about is what about. Things which are used as spices. In other words, black pepper. In other words, uh, chilies. In other words, um, ginger. Things which are better grown from the ground in various forms, but they're not eaten as on their own. They're eaten as a spice. So what's in all these kind of things? Now, so if you're eating the actual vegetable itself when it's still fresh, even if it needs to be sugared or it needs to be uh, cooked in a way which makes the vegetable itself as, uh, edible, so then in Akhanam, you'll make the broth of the vegetable. So therefore the Shekhanara talks about Zangri, which is ginger. And if you want to eat fresh ginger, right, then that is going to be a dumb. It could be fresh, it's pretty sharp. And therefore the way you eat it is to mix it with sugar or whatever it's going to be. 
But if a person wants to do that, that is eating it for itself. And the brachas adam. And sending it for t- if, uh, today, they are kind of sh- make sugar ginger, whatever it's going to be. They're, I can't think what else to be eating for the, the, the ginger, which is the vegetable that will be adam. And sugar is never adam, Yeah, but it's not going to last, and the tzitzit lost its identity, it becomes shako. No, what's today? No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the vegetables. Also. You get the pan in a minute. Right? So, now, peppercorns are not really like that. I don't think anybody eats peppercorns. peppercorns. Even if you eat them, they eat them as part of something else. Um, but when they get to other things, which a person eats the thing itself, and then that becomes his chashivas, and as long as the way to eat it, we get the dinner what it is. The big cash is horseradish. If a person eats horseradish, we'll probably do that. But you want to tell me one second, said in that, that's what we, uh, people are using it tomorrow. So you're making a dumb on it. Maybe not, but you could make a dumb on it. But there might be an exception because that's a Yudaf one horseradish to eat. Normally people don't eat right, straight horseradish. And if that's the case, it's a uh, shy what Rafa makes the horseradish, the Mishnah Brewery talks about it. He says that horseradish is because it's not something which is normally eaten as on its own. If it's eaten as an accompaniment, something else eating with fish or whatever it is, so anyway, it's a problem. And since people don't eat it by itself, that's not the way to eat it. Like, uh, that's eating horseradish. Today, today, most people, even if they have horseradish, they're not eating straight horseradish. They're eating a kind of uh, salad with horseradish mixed with uh, sugar, mixed with vinegar, mixed with uh, sometimes the beetroot or whatever it is. You know, the red horseradish is not straight horseradish. And that's the case. He only brings that something like that, which is, it could be eaten like that because now you've made it into some kind of a salad. So then if it's trying to eat it, then, then it would be a dumb again. Okay, so that's what's going to get into spices. Um, same thing, first of all, to eat chilies. A lot of people eat chilies straight or pickled, whatever it is. If you're eating it for as it is, and people eat it like that, then the vegetables will be a dumb. But when the spice is only used as a spice, that is only coming to give flavor to something else, even if you're eating the actual vegetable which the spice came from, well, either it's going to be a topple because it has nothing to do with any coming for something else, or if it's no longer eaten in that fashion, it's going to be a shakal. So for example, like I said before, you're not going to make a bracha on peppercorns, even though they come from a tree, because no one eats them like that. And if you're going to put pepper into your fish, your meat, your soup, whatever else it is, then it's good as chashev, it's only coming as a spice or something else. And you may not eat it by itself. Same thing, if I've got a drink which is only coming to flavor a cup of tea, or I have uh, any other uh, chili flakes or anything else which is coming to flavor another food, that's okay. Then it doesn't get its own chashivas. It's coming as a topple for something else. And you better spend another dinner without a food. And what is very, very nagea, and it's a very big topic, is what's the brach on garlic? What's the brach on garlic? Because how do people eat garlic? And this is an interesting one. Um, and let's say like this. Most people don't eat raw garlic. And it's possible, I'm mean, not denying it, but it's, uh, most people don't eat raw garlic. Garlic is usually eaten cooked. But on the other hand, garlic is usually eaten cooked with something else. Right? It's, it's true, you could cook garlic to eat on their own. But the Derekal garlic is used as flavor in a soup with meat with something else. And it's, it's coming as a spice. So if that's the case, what's the dinner and garlic going to be? So the Shaqnach actually singles it out by name. And when he talks about the different brachas, he says, uh, garlics, um, he says, if you eat them raw, Sadama, and if you cook them in Shaka, and uh, just surprising, so therefore the Mishabur explains if Arifa's girl is talking about a place, 
The Mishaburah here, like I said, comes to explain this halacha. And he says, you're talking about a case where the minag was to eat garlics when they're still fresh. Now, that's not the white garlic you see. The white garlic you see is, called, is already dried. Fresh garlic is much bigger than that. You can only show you when it dries. And it's like a purpley color. That's on the outside. It's, like, it's also the green shirt. It's, 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 it's looks completely different. And there's a straw there before Pesach. It's all fresh garlic. It's one time you eat it actually is marketed. But it's, at first it's much bigger, like I said, it's, it's not, it doesn't look the same with like that white flaky color. It looks like a lot of vegetables. And therefore, he says on fresh garlic, the kandiria was something which people could eat. And if that's the case, then if you're eating it as a vegetable, you cut up and put it in the salad or whatever it is. So you're making a dhamma, that's what's meant for. If you're cooking it, so then buy fresh garlic. Then the normal way to cook fresh garlic was not for themselves, it was to spice something else. And therefore, this is the fashivas. Or it's not the way to do it, so you make a shako. Right. But if you talk about dried garlics, which is what the, you get today, the white, like the small, which is this flaky, basic uh, outside shell, skin, like, garlics like that are called dried garlics. And therefore, he says most people don't eat them by themselves. Most people, even if they're going to eat dried garlic, it's with something else. You're going to put it on a sandwich, you're going to eat it on top of your own food, whatever it is. And if that's the case, it, this is fashilis to be eaten on its own. And therefore, he says you should make shakon. So it's an interesting thing. The same vegetable will make a difference in what state it is, when the bracha is going to be. And really, this is the Talmud of Gemara. The Gemara talks about nuts. That at one stage, when they, that they're sweet, and then they get bitter. And when they, and what we do with bitter nuts, we have to cook it with some of the sweets, to sweeten it. So it says that the halakha is that if you eat it at the stage where it's nice, raw, or, or because it's still sweet, then make an eggs in it. That's right. And make eggs in it. And if you only eat it once at a stage where the nut has gotten bitter, then if you eat it raw, you wouldn't make anything because now that's not the way to eat it. It's better. And then that's when you cook it, and so now it becomes edible through cooking. That's when you get like a broken. And therefore, the love is going to be like this. Uh, the Mishabur talks about the fact that also an onion, which he said was also something dried out and just people wouldn't eat it raw. So if, if, if the onions are fresh and people do eat them raw, such as little onions or spring onions or even those places where you cut up a purple onion or a raw onion into a salad, okay, so that's the way to eat onions. That's right. If it's the onion has gotten very sharp, and then people don't eat vegetables. I mean, sorry, it's a dominant vegetable. Right? And a dominant vegetable, but if it's a... The onion which was dry, or gotten, it says, very much like some... And when onions get older, they get much more sharp. And then the onions like that, the main use, use for them would be to cook them. Now, because they're cooking it for. Because, again, onion is very often used as a way to flavor something else. That people cook other things with onions to give it time to the other things. In that case, onions is fashivas. But if you're cooking onions to eat onions, or making onions, or frying onions to eat fried onions, whatever it's going to be, so then in a then that's the main way to eat it. The hanaf is going to be, then it gets to the levadam. Right. Okay, so that's the next step. Those, those vegetables which are used as spices, or those vegetables which are used as, which could be eaten on their own, or could be eaten as a flavor for something else, and based on being useful will change the halakha. Okay. The next thing we're going to talk about is, I was talking about this last time, and that is that I'm cooking a vegetable in water because like soup, I want the vegetable to give flavor to the water. Or I could be pickling a vegetable um, in order to give flavor to now. That depends what I'm doing it for. If I'm pickling something because I want the vegetable pickled, such as pickles, and I don't want to necessarily the water, but I want the, instead of a raw cucumber, I want the pickle. In cases like that, then of course, the, 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 the vegetable is going to be a dhamma, 
not the water. If I'm doing it, it goes to the water. And I'm cooking something in order to give effect to the water I cook over there. Or, or, more common today is I'm cooking vegetables, not for the vegetable, I'm cooking vegetables to go to the water. So if I'm boiling the vegetables to eat the vegetables, not what I wanted to do, the dominant vegetables. If I'm boiling the vegetables to make a vegetable soup, so what rough do you make on the soup? So I love is that the soup can be to the vegetables, the water can be to the vegetables, and if that's the case, I'll make a dhamma. Which means even if I'm drinking clear vegetable soup, the broth, the whole thing is going to be a dhamma. Just, we should really add that I want to eat the vegetables also. Now, if I'm burning vegetables in the water, not to eat the vegetables, just drink the water, then it's not so simple. Because then the topple is that since it's part of the vegetables, um, eating with the vegetables becomes a dhamma. But if I didn't want to eat the vegetables, bichlal, we're going to see this in a minute. Then we may then we go and then it would be a different. Then it would be partially make a dhamma because then it's not a topple. Right. So much like we saw last time between the Rosh and the Rashba, then when I'm boiling a vegetable and the flavor goes into the water, does that get the din of the water automatically gets into the vegetable or not? Now, therefore, that a go, that is that I'm cooking the vegetable to eat it with the water, and it all becomes a dhamma, it's almost something I can eat. Masha'enka, that's a drink, that's I'm, I'm, I'm boiling a fruit or a vegetable in order to create a drink, and I'm not eating the drink, I'm just drinking, I'd have to the vegetable or the thing I started with, I only want to, I only want the drink that it produces, that if that's the case, it's going to be shako. And the best example is tea leaves. Tea leaves are leaves, they grow in the front. Tea plant, that should be a dhamma. Except no one makes a dhamma in tea. Even though, even if I take raw tea leaves, and I, and I sleep them in water, I boil them in water, in order to get tea, naturally, I'm still not going to make, uh, I'm still going to make shako. And the reason is, no one eats the tea leaves. Right? I'm just doing it to flavor the water, it's not there for itself, and if that's the case, and it's a drink, and if that's the case, it's going to be shaken. And if that's the case, so that who I did, Ramesh, for instance, any time that a person's boiling a fruit or a vegetable, or a leaf, or anything else, and the point is to make a drink, not a food, right, that's going to be shaken, it brings a shaken. With the exception of wine, but that's, that's not because it's boiled, it's because it's coming from the grape itself. Okay, so therefore, I'm saying that they have all kinds of other fruits, extractions, extractions or teas, whatever it is, this is always going to be shaken. Even they're coming from natural leaves or roots or wherever they're coming from, for the same reason. If I'm boiling ginger water to fit and I just want to drink the drink, it's the same reason. Right. Now, when you get to things like coffee, right, so then there's, there's another reason also why coffee is shakal. Besides the fact that uh, I'm drinking it, I'm not eating the coffee bean, and I'm just going to drink the water. So that's a drink, it's shakal. But there's another fact here as well. And that is, if I'm talking about actual coffee beans themselves, I'm boiling coffee beans and producing coffee, then it's exactly the same as tea. I'm not eating the coffee bean, I'm just drinking the, the water which comes from it, that's the shoshaka. Even if I have uh, coffee which dissolves in the water, so if it's I'm drinking the coffee too, it's not just getting it better, then we have as far as we said last time. Once something's been crushed, and it's, not, it's not, really, not only recognizable as what it was, so it really does the drink shoshaka. What about those coffee beans covered in chocolate? Oh, that's a good Right. And that's the gauge of drinking coffee. Now, we said, however you're going to drink it, it's always going to be charcoal. The same thing with the coffee, also going to be cocoa bean or hot chocolate, whatever it is, it's the same thing. First thing I was boiling coffee beans. You're talking about chocolate. The chocolate itself is a ground beyond recognition. And therefore, if you say things are grounds and you have no need for anymore what they were, so the halakha is going to be that you make charcoal on them. The same thing applies, by the way, to khalva. Chalva is sesame seeds, it's ground up and put the sugar. 
or fin, whatever it's going to be, these are just ground up uh, vegetables. But since it's not nigger bishlam, that's what Thomas is also like ground up vegetables. So these things are nigger bishlam, if you're eating them by themselves, a lot of which are called anaradam. If it's still chunky or there's still pieces inside, that's the anachalam. And you ask the nigger what the original fruit or vegetable was, and then you get that thing. And therefore, it becomes a big shayla. Because what's that like for a person who wants to eat peanut butter? Because here it could very much depend on the peanut butter. If it's smooth peanut butter, it's for sure shayla. It's lost, it's all, even you know for sure what it is. It's not, the case that you know it's peanut butter, but you can't see peanuts. It's been ground into a paste, and if that's the case, I'm going to be shayla. But if you have chunky peanut butter, and it's not just like a, a, a tiny little thing, it's actually a piece of peanut in the still, then it's probably right on. For well, the nuts, and if that's the case, uh, yeah, peanut is a, is a vegetable, and we're done. Yeah. What about, we spoke about last time also, let's talk about, I still have recognizable pieces of vegetable in the soup. But if I've crushed the vegetables, so now I've got a thick soup, but it's not, there's nothing recognizable. And that's it, it's just like, uh, just like we talk about peanut butter, we've done the same thing. Once the vegetables crushed beyond recognition, it's just one smooth mixture, if that's the case, it's going to become shallow. Which means I'm actually downgrading. It's interesting. If I have, when I originally made the vegetable soup with pieces of vegetable and water, so it's all going to be a dump because I can see the vegetable. Now I go and blend it, and that's all a, a thick liquid which is no, nothing's recognizable in. Now it's going to become charcoal. And it should depend on how good a job you did. Now, as if I didn't blend it properly, so that's, it's mostly blended because there are small chunks of vegetable. So this is like the chunky peanut butter we spoke about. I make a dump on it. It's still a, a fish in the pan, a piece of carrot, a piece of potato, a piece of whatever vegetable it is. But, Correctly, you're going to stand so smoothly that it's, it's just uh, it's nothing's recognizable anymore. And at that stage, everything's going to be shako. Shalom said that even in a case like that, that like for example, a piece of where I missed the odd pea here and there, the other thought shako, that isn't the echo anymore, that just becomes a headache of a. Right, they're all talking about the Mazonis. When Mazonis has Zonis, I'm just talking about. Um, we're talking about fruit and vegetables. Right, there's another thing also, one more, two more dinim of Adama. The one is fruit which don't ripen. That is not Adama. Uh, things which don't ripen, the Ashako. That's the mission of Nobres, which it says is the, the, the fruit or the vegetable which never ripen. In other words, uh, why don't it ripen? Either they, they grew too late in the season, or they didn't get enough exposure to the sun, or whatever it is. But then it does even though it is the etzim, the fruit or a vegetable. But once it never got to that development stage, it will always be unripe, whatever it is. So then, or they fall apart before they ripen or things like that. So then again, they lose that fashivus, and they you don't make a dominant, you make shako. Right. Um, <coughs> so that's uh, the other thing we spoke about last time, and that is if you're eating the fruit, not the normal way to eat that fruit. Uh, fruit is normal, or vegetable is normally eaten cooked, you make a dominant when you eat it cooked. Not in your drawer. The vegetable should normally be raw, you make a dhamma in your drawer, no, you're cooked. And one which could be done both, so then we'll, make, we'll get the dinner of a dhamma um, either way around you do it. Now, what's the study on? So, this is a big mahalak. Is the study on the person or the study on the place? In other words, let's say bananas, I would say, are normally eaten raw. But I found a recipe which calls for fried banana. Chinese vegetables, things, everything, fried bananas. So, does it have to be something which most people do? Or is the fact that some people do it? For me, I enjoy it. That's enough. So the Mashmaos here is that one person doing something which nobody else does. If I develop a fancy for raw potatoes, I'm not going to make a dom on that. It's not something anybody eats. 
but something which people would eat, something which is, which is palatable, people enjoy. The reason I don't do it is because either it's too expensive or it's not a time or it's not much or whatever it is, like the offer they don't do it. But the mindset, no one's against it. Then that's the case. That's still considered something which would attain its brother. It's not eating the fruit in the wrong way. And therefore, the example, they talk, the person talk about certain fruit which could be cooked, eaten raw or cooked, but to cook it takes a long time. And then people don't have time to eat because of it's so long. If that's the case, the luck is going to be that um, you, if you would spend the time doing it, you still make that, the, 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 the same bracha because people would enjoy it. They would, rent, they would just have to have the time to cook it. For example, certain fruit preserves. Now, the certain fruit you can eat raw, it's tasty. If you want to cook it long enough, then I'm sure you'll make it into a preserve, which is also good. Then the luck is you'd make a, you'd make a eight, even in the, the, the preserved fruit because people would have that, they would eat it. And the last case I'm going to talk about is the cranberry. The cranberries, therefore you can't eat them all, they're too bitter. The way they make cranberries is they boil them for a long time with sugar to sweeten them. Right? And that's the case, that's, that's the way they eat them. So they mean it's going to be hate. Because uh, it's something which can't be raw, can only be cooked. And now they've cooked it, and so that's the way it's trying to eat it. And that's how they make it work. So, so.